0: Welcome to the Calling Loon podcast, a podcast that we try to record every week, and uh, so far we're getting it about once a month. That's like a every week for like a dwarf or something, isn't it? <laughs> Elf. I uh, you know I Orf. guess if you if you spread it out uh, and you know do some math equations, I suppose uh, I suppose once a month kind of kind of fits. You know, 2020 is all about uh, trying to find a new schedule for everybody because no one knows what's going on. So once a month, it might be just a new one. It's it,
1: it, like that. It, it really is. <laughs> well, I'm, co- I'm terrible about, that, about this. So just let's clear that air. It's not Colin. <laughs> I, I, I weekly get a message. Hey, you want a podcast tonight? And I weekly say Shit. I'm not able to get to like anywhere reasonably sensed to podcasts. Like, I can't sit in a skid loader and podcast. Oh, or, but,
0: but wouldn't that be fun? Maybe we should just make our whole podcast. If, about if skid you loaders. want to
1: do something like this, we can totally do it.
0: I'll go fire up the saws
1: all in the backyard right now.
0: We can have some fun. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Calling Loon podcast. This episode, all about skid loaders. <laughs> It'll. <laughs> It'll be Logan talking a lot, and Colin will be going, ooh.
1: The the best part <laughs> about talking and something like that is how loud I would have to talk and how frequently I'd have to say
0: what. <laughs> well, you see this button over here? Well, I guess you can't see this button because it's a podcast. But believe me, there's a button over here, and that does.
1: <laughs> but Okay, uh, I gotta I got to go. I got to call somebody. This is not right. <laughs> I guess that button doesn't do what I thought that button was going to do. That would be entirely <laughs> my, like, like my luck. Every time I try to show somebody or do any kind of instruction, it is literally like, that is when everything decides to freak out.
0: I thought like, they were kidding when I, when they said there was an ejector.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Funny story. Our tractor actually did that yesterday, the day before to my dad, like, it, he got out of the tractor and heard a bang, and it was air seat, and it actually, like, exploded up. It didn't do any damage other than the seat broke, but, like, it literally, like, seat ejecto eject went up and tried to throw something off. <laughs> so now, this week, we get to try to figure out how to fix it. So, yes. Anyway, he's Colin. I'm Logan. Welcome to
0: Calling Loon, And uh, welcome to a state- that got lucky for once and were godforsaken lives. The Minnesota Timberwolves have the number one overall pick in the NBA draft. We have wanted to talk about
1: this for a number of days now. Yes. Yes. So, Colin, what, what should the Timberwolves do with that number one pick?
0: With the number one overall pick, I think the Minnesota Timberwolves will not be making that pick. I think that they should trade that pick along with basically whatever it takes to get Devin MF Booker
1: Devin Booker okay what else what else will it take let's let's just have a little prediction here this can be fun oh cuz i have my thoughts and i don't know what i want i don't know what i want to give up in this situation
0: i would assume it'll take multiple draft picks probably multiple first round draft picks yep uh i would say probably Three first round picks would be my guess. Yep, and then probably a couple players, and I would assume the players that the uh, Phoenix Suns would would be the likes of Josh Akogi, or and or Jarrett Culver would be my would be my estimation. Right, and that that
1: and that is what actually I was thinking about this. It could be Akogi, and and this is all hypothetical, right? Now, now, just that is the exact same thought that I had, right? So say you have three draft picks, and you have to include Okogie and Culver. Both, right? So five to one. Yep. You could literally have, and, and you could be there and like, hey, Booker, guess what you're worth? Five consecutive years first-round draft picks? Yep. <laughs> I mean, like, to perspective here. What year was yep. Booker drafted? Uh, same year as Cat?
0: I, uh, I think they're a year off somewhere in there.
1: Because wasn't Booker a year before Cat at Kentucky? I think so. All right, okay. So that's I'm not too far off there. But, you know, like, these guys are getting right up that age that now they should be getting to their prime. hmm Now, Booker, Russell, and Cat, other than the fact that, you know, they – Covered on Slam together. What does what does that actually "quote unquote" big three look like? It looks pretty good to me. It looks pretty <laughs> good offensively. Yeah, I mean, but you know, you you got two. I want to say two. I mean, you got two shooting guards and a center. The center, the center, can spread the floor probably better than anyone else in the NBA with his three-point shooting, well, although there's a dude in Denver that's going to be challenging him for that, I think. Um, but no, like, honestly, I, I don't know. I think it's still a small trio. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't know uh, outside of uh, your your really big stars of what you'd get better here in Minnesota. Well, exactly. It's probably the issue, right?
1: Exactly. And that's where, I mean, I, I've been looking at it a couple years ago when they brought a guy named Jimmy in and sent my favorite couple of players out um, or what would be my favorite players now. I'm still mad about that trade, but I'm looking at it as like, are we trying to make the playoffs or are we trying to win a championship? Because they're not the same thing.
0: This is true. Uh, The, uh, the interesting part is I think uh, where the Timberwolves sit right now with the, with that number one overall pick now granted this is a draft that we we don't have a we don't have a Zion, right? We don't have a or uh, even a or even, uh, or even a draft 1 or 2, right? I mean it's kind of like there's three guys at the top and we don't know exactly which one's going to be the best one. In, uh, but still in last year's I pick those the three Timberwolves...
1: Oh my gosh, in last year's pick those three are at like 5 to 8. You you know what I mean? And that's where, like, I I saw an article the other day, and I think they actually hit it on the spot for most years, but it was like that number one pick allows you to go grab a really good stud instead of somebody who could be subpar within the next two years. And it's like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Your top picks, and a lot of reports are coming out that your most talented is a ball brother. I'm not gonna say his name. I think it's Lamello Lamello. I I yes. yeah. So anyway, I look at him like, okay, so that's gonna be one of your top picks and last year they got Zion. Yep. Yeah. But
0: but either way I think the Timberwolves sit in a good spot that uh They can try some things. Uh, right. If they you know I we all like to imagine the world where The Timberwolves do get Devin Booker, and I think that's a a great world to live in. But also, it it won't be the end of the world if the Timberwolves do have to end up making uh, a selection there and uh, taking whoever they think is the best out of those three or so players at the top of the draft because uh, the Timberwolves, basically, they still kind of have a blank canvas of what they're about to do. I mean, outside of and D'Angelo, Russell... uh, no guarantees on anyone else being on this roster. I would love right. to see Josh Akogi because there's a there's a soft spot in my heart for Josh Akogi and Culver. Uh, and I'd say, and uh, <laughs> yes, I would say Jarrett Culver too. Uh, but you know, outside of the main two, and then the additional two, just for kind of quasi selfish reasons of just liking them. Yep. Uh, you know, th- there's not a whole lot of uh, permanency, I guess, on this uh, roster at the moment. So. The Timberwolves are in a good spot. It's a good spot to be with that Ingram pick because it opens even in a down draft year. It opens up a lot of doors of what you could do. Right.
1: No, I'm I'm totally with it. I I I think what I saw that the Wolves are like one of the worst teams usually for the draft. Like they're usually like four or five picks behind where they should be.
0: Yes, this is the first time in history that the Timberwolves have moved up in the draft. <laughs> right. So, I mean, that's something to get excited for. And so, You know, isn't that kind of crazy? I mean, the Timberwolves have been in the lottery every single year other than once since Kevin Garnett left. Yep. In 2005. Uh, yeah. And now, granted, some of those years they're closer to 500, so their odds right. of getting the number one pick weren't right. great. But still, uh, the only time that we've had the number one pick, the Timberwolves have had the number one pick outside of this year, was when they had the best odds to get it, and then they got Cat.
1: Right. Uh So you you look (laughs) at that out of 14 years, one year they like absolutely beyond tanked and got cap, right? Like, okay, so there's that. So now you got 13 more years. Every one of those 13 years, they actually took a step backwards because of the lottery instead of even just staying stagnant. Now, I will say, I don't think the ping pong balls are wrong when you're taking Flynn and Rubio ahead of Curry. Like at some point, okay, you know what, you make too many mistakes, you don't need that high a pick. I get you. But now at some point I'm I'm glad to see maybe we're gonna go and turn things right. Right.
0: And you know, it it'll, it's interesting, you know, the Timberwolves have had a lot of young prospects go through here, despite only having one over one number one overall pick in the right. franchise history. Yep. Uh, in recent years, we have had what three number one picks on the same roster at one point with Cat, Andrew Wiggins, and Anthony Bennett. Uh, and uh, why am I know, laughing, Colin? Well, you know, the sad part is we're fairly disappointed with Andrew Wiggins, but oh my goodness, would we take another Andrew Wiggins if we uh, could have had Andrew Wiggins at uh, two Andrew Wigginses instead of an? Uh, one Anthony Bennett. Holy yeah, cow. That
1: was... Yeah. We,
0: we think this NBA draft class is a weak draft class. Let's go back to the Anthony Bennett class where he was drafted number one overall in what five years later, isn't even in the league. Right. What year was that? Uh, that was about five years ago now, right? Gosh, I think I'm, I'm like thinking that. like 2014. That's something like that. I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> that was, I, that uh...
1: was such a terrible class. I mean, it was one of the it was one of the years um, that LeBron obviously wasn't in Cleveland, Cleveland. correct? Anthony Bennett is actually a Canadian basketball player right now. He plays for the Canadian Canada men's national basketball team.
0: Yeah, see, we were Canada. We're like the home of the Canadians here. We had wigs. We had you know. uh, yeah, Anthony Bennett. See, we're just right. Oh, we're messing with Stephen Ash. 2013
1: NBA draft. So we were off by one year. So close. Yeah,
0: that's that's pretty good with all the futile years of Timberwolves history. Right. We're we're only off a year. That's, right. That's pretty good. So, yeah, that's the exciting uh, Minnesota Timberwolves news of uh, recent days. Is they they got the number one overall draft pick, and uh, it'll, it, it will be interesting to see what they do. If I think they'll trade it. Uh, you know, I think they'll get someone. It, you know, yeah. Who, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't
1: think it's strong enough for them to just be like, hey, we're gonna take this number one pick. I mean, if you have a Zion in it, where it's even Zion. Let's be honest. I don't think the Pelicans are expecting Zion to be at full until maybe next season. Like, yeah. he's not. He's not been even close. I mean, last thing that I kind of saw or thought of on them. Is he's got he's got to lose like what thirty thirty five pounds before his body's gonna be able to handle forty games,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, probably probably close but, but yeah. he's got so darn much athleticism that oof.
0: yeah, 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 that dude's good I'd he's take him on good. My team.
1: I'd take him, I mean, if we could trade <laughs> for him straight up, I'd be okay with that.
0: You know, uh, speaking of people that we'd take, as we uh, record this on uh, early Sunday evening, uh, just moments after Luka Doncic hit a game-winning three-pointer in overtime, a buzzer Mm -hmm. beater, to beat the Clippers to even up that series, I I think I'd also take Luka on my team. I
1: would be 100%. Oh, Luka's, Luka's been tugging at me, at my heart since, like, I don't know, this season really, really strongly. Like every game, every every
0: set of highlights that I watch, I'm just like, okay, this dude He's got a lot going for him. And the impressive part too is the Mavericks played today without Kristoff Perzingis, so their second player, and they still beat the Clippers and even up the Ooh. even up that series. So well, that's the what was Perzingis out on? Uh I don't know for sure. I, I to be totally honest with you. I know he hurt his knee or some some leg ailments uh, earlier in the series, so I'd assume that might be what's uh, what the yeah. issue is here. But uh, yeah, but Luca was playing hurt too. Yes. Yeah. So that's the the interesting thing about the bubble is it has uh, it has shown some uh, some teams kind of even, and it shows too how stacked the Western Conference is. Holy oh, cow! My goodness. I mean, the Mavericks are a seven seed, and they're not playing like a seven seed right, right now, to, taking on the number two seed Clippers. All right. Portland, Portland should not be an eight seed, mm, but, they, no. but they are. Right. You know, who, who do you actually put them ahead of? I mean, there's a couple of teams that if everything was, you know, if everything would have played out that they probably would have been ahead of. But not many. Like, it's not.
1: What, you know, they, <laughs> they would have been up to a six? Maybe.
0: Yeah, something May- like that. <laughs> maybe. But I mean, Dallas is
1: really, really strong. Right. I so mean, just, and then you look at Denver, Utah. They're very strong. I mean, both teams are very strong. I mean, it's just a really well balanced out. You don't have the. I, I mean, the, I honestly thought the Celtics and Sixers in the East was actually going to be something
0: of a series. Like, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen. No, the <laughs> crazy thing is too. You know, the only two teams that didn't make the bubble in the West were the Timberwolves and the Warriors. And right. <laughs> If everything goes right for those two teams, both those two, both the Warriors and the Wolves should be good, right? Well, that's just <laughs> it. They, I mean, honestly,
1: you you look at I I just don't know what what we need to set as what we're hoping for. As far as the Timberwolves are, yeah, as far as the Timberwolves, like how because you're you're not looking at them as saying oh they're a championship contender in two years, um. I, I don't know that I'm thinking that. I'm just looking at it and saying, okay, can we get to maybe the second round in the Western Conference in the next three years? Which I think,
0: heck, I, I think they can do that without any roster changes right now.
1: With and that's the thing. Like that's what I just look at it and like, okay, that's where I'd like to see us just to uh, have a good, exciting playoff run mm-hmm. and have a good, consistent season. That it's like, hey, people actually want to come. You know, this this bubble year heck, they should have had the games in Target Center. There wasn't that many people there anyway. (laughs) I'm on a roll. Well,
0: well, but uh, yeah, that'll be the interesting thing about the Western Conference. Right. It, it, you know, it's stacked already this year. And it's just, you know, the Warriors are going to be back because they're going to have Steph back and they're going to have Clay back. And that's basically all they need. Yeah. It's going to be fun. And the Timberwolves are going to have both you know, cat and D'Lo and probably a very good third piece. And it might possibly be Devin Booker. Like, right.
1: That's, and that's okay. So if, if the, if the Timberwolves actually just say, Hey, we're just going to take our pick. Who are they going with?
0: All the steam I have seen is behind uh, Lamelo Lamello ball. Have it. Okay. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know enough about the, uh, the three, the three main hounds at the top of the, the list to, have too big of an opinion on who they should take or who, yep. who I who outside of what everyone else is saying they'll take, but uh, what I've heard is that they're they're likely to take Lamelo.
1: Yikes! I don't so, know what I think about that. That's a lot of drama coming to Minneapolis.
0: Although you know, once ESPN stopped giving their his data microphone exactly. every other day, exactly.
1: Once that finally quit, yeah. You know, so that I, helped.
0: And then we got yeah. James
1: James Wiseman over here saying that you know he'd be a terrific fit with the Warriors. I'm just scrolling down ESPN.
0: That's fun. <laughs> Apparently, the steam of Giannis going to the Warriors has picked up again too. So would that it? be fun? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw.
1: I actually got a text on that the other night. Like, yeah, well, we're pretty sure that they're just going to trade them away anyway. I was like, Kate, hey, I I don't see the Bucks trading Giannis.
0: Yeah, unless they don't think they can sign him, I don't know what his contract uh, situation is up to. So, right, which I mean, doesn't he have brothers playing with him too? Uh, he's got, uh, I think, a brother in Milwaukee and another one in the Lakers. I think is how that one with the Lakers is how that uh breaks down. That... so I. I can't remember uh, exactly where they are, but I believe he's got two brothers in the league. One, I think with him in Milwaukee and one in the Lakers organization, I think.
1: Okay. Right. I, I know he's got two in the league. I thought they were both in Milwaukee. That probably is wrong. But anyway, that doesn't really matter all that much. Let's be real. They can, you know, <laughs> travel around. They don't need to be on the same team, but I just look at it. And I'm like, I don't know. Giannis to me doesn't look like somebody that just wants to be a total sellout and, just take the cash. Like, I think he actually wants to build a team up, which he's successfully done.
0: It probably depends what he gets done this season, right? The yeah, bowl.
1: exactly. I mean, if, if this season, let's let's say that the Bucks actually are in the finals, which they need to start playing a little bit better, but say mm-hmm. that they make the finals. Actually, yes, because the other brother, the third brother is with the Lakers. So Bucks and Lakers in the finals, that'd be fun.
0: Kumpo and Kumpo versus Kumpo. Oh, my
1: gosh.
0: It's the NBA Finals yeah. on ABC.
1: Oh, my gosh. Although, I mean, for, for a second, if the Warriors were to hand, actually get their hands on him. Yep. Okay. Like, I don't even know at that point where, where <laughs> that would be insane. That would be absolutely insane.
0: If that does happen, I hope uh, for LeBron's sake he gets his championship this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding, no kidding.
0: Otherwise, sorry, Brown, you're going to be sitting with three. Because I mean, you know, uh, the Warriors were pretty dominant when they had Steph Clay and KD, and I would expect the same darn level of dominance if they had a Steph Clay Giannis lineup. I mean, I it's, just.
1: I don't know, and, and that's, I am excited to see KD come back and actually play in the league again, because I, I do think when he was with the Thunder, he was probably the best player in the league. I mean, he won MVP, so whatever, but like, I do think his, his dominance then was probably as big as what we've seen.
0: Yeah, I would agree. And uh,
1: Giannis just brings a whole other length which that's incredible to say <laughs> after KD's. I mean, about as tall as long as you can get. He just had a whole other length to the game.
0: Yeah. It will be interesting to see Kevin Durant on the Nets team. Uh, you know, Brooklyn is is you know hasn't beat Toronto yet in this playoff series, right. but uh, also Toronto really good. And the fact that Brooklyn is missing like their top six players, in right, the right, like, and they're competing without them. Like, right. You know. <laughs> so. yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's
1: what I mean. That Brooklyn team's got all the pieces there to be really, really good. I mean, it's just it's going to be very interesting. I mean, the the KD and Kyrie thing could be fun.
0: Oh, definitely.
1: It also could be a train wreck. I didn't say it.
0: <laughs> well, anything with Kyrie thank probably you. Could be a train wreck. Yeah. Um, thank you. I'll say it. Perfect. I will say it. Colin has gone
1: on record. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. but it, it, it'll be fun. I mean, honestly, it's this one where I, I do. I don't know. I would like to see LeBron do well because I, I do think LeBron, at, right now at least, is really getting the back seat to a lot of these other guys. Um, mm-hmm. but bottom line, night in, night night out, LeBron's still just an absolute stud. Oh, of like <laughs> I, I just, I just look at it and I think at some point. I actually think people just want to get on a wagon of somebody new. Oh yeah. And and it's not necessarily anything against LeBron, but I think at some point LeBron was drafted in what o three.
0: The o three o four, 04 draft. draft. Yeah, so he would have been drafted in o three. His first his first, rookie season was o three o four. I believe. Right. So this is his year sixteen. Yeah, something like that. Something
1: like that. I mean, at what point? I mean, he's still a top player. At what point do you not say, okay, I'm just bored? Right. Like, yeah, you you were pretty decent in Cleveland, even though you didn't have, like, the success you wanted. You went to Miami in the finals four years. You won two of them. Um, Went back to Cleveland to bring your city a championship. And now you're going to Los Angeles. And what a shocker. You get Anthony Davis to come with you, and now you've got a whole stud team of Lakers. Cool, cool, cool. Yada, yada, yada. Same old, same old. Yep. Where look at Luca, and you're just like, okay, this little guy, what?
0: Right, yeah, it's uh, you know the the NBA was very LeBron obsessed uh, for too long. Uh, yeah, probably uh, as the
1: Un- unfortunately, because yeah. I mean I, I do think we kind of take his talent for granted. I mean, oh, yeah. the other the other night, I think it was the first night against Portland. <laughs> I was watching the play, the, the highlights right after, and his passing is so unrealistically underrated. Oh, yes. Like, to, to have the vision is one thing. I mean, I, I think almost any of us can sit there and watch a game and see the passing lanes open up and see the p- possibility of getting some passes through. This dude goes and gets him there. Oh, yeah. Like, he was, well, he was on the top, I think, top left um, key and he found somebody on the bottom right underneath the rim. There were about four people in between. Somehow he got a bounce pass that was about the quickest direct bounce pass I think I've ever seen, and that thing hit him right in the numbers, and I'm like, you literally threw that between four guys' legs.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, he, going into at least last night's game, and I don't think it went down any, uh, was leading the league uh, in the restart with 11 and change assists per game. Yep.
1: Yep. And it doesn't shock me. I mean, he's just, I look at it and it's almost like he's morphed into a different player now just because it's like, hey, I don't need to score every night. I don't need to score 40 points a night. I can go and get, you know, 10 assists and get 25 points and 10 boards. And guess what? That actually counts for more points than 40.
0: Right. And yeah, the the beautiful thing about LeBron right now is the fact that he he can go into a game and he quickly recognizes if he needs to be the scorer that night. Yep. Because, you know, it, in this case right now, it's usually, well, Anthony Davis is cold and can't hit anything right now. I got to be the man. And he can recognize that quick, or he recognizes that everyone on his team is on and that he just needs to facilitate and he'll still put up 20 just because he's LeBron.
1: Yep, exactly. Well, and that's and that's the thing. I mean, I, it, watching him, it's almost like he can turn that on and off in a minute. Like, oh, yes. Like, like, you know, okay, well, you know what? Everybody's kind of cold, so let's get something running. Hit one of those 20 points, you know, get literally one bucket and get everybody else going again. Yep. And that's when you look at it and say, okay, as a complete player, this guy's got it. He's just, he just got it. Like, you know, I mean, and that's when I think you compare to MJ. Because I know those conversations are always there and everything, but you look at it, MJ just got the job done by scoring. He got other people facilitated too to some extent, but not, I don't think, to the level that LeBron does.
0: Uh, Speaking of this, I was going to bring this up because uh, I don't know if you know this, but today as we record this on uh, Sunday is Kobe Bryant's birthday. Okay. And tomorrow is 824 so, kind so kobe's of freaky. on key, so everyone is on or kobe 's on everyone 's mind in the n b a so i I wrote down on what we should talk about was kind of the the life of Kobe uh thinking about how uh i thinking and reflecting back on Kobe a little bit, how I think kobe 's career gets just kind of overlooked a little bit, like I oh know my gosh
1: so much I, so I know
0: much. we all obviously know about kobe and how good he was but i feel like as we talked about you know the nba kind of goes in obsession mode about one player and holds on to that for about 10 15 years or so
1: and
0: then then moves on to the next one well we had the michael obsession and then a very little time before we went on to the lebron obsession
1: and i think in in that gap okay so if you actually look at it um michael retired in oh one Right, I think it was. Oh, I think it was oh one. I remember the game against the Sixers, um, just because I remember I, I loved Iverson. So watching mm-hmm. Iverson and Jordan and Jordan's last game, I was just super pumped. I mean, I was little, 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 but anyway, I just remember the game. I think it was oh one. LeBron is a junior in high school, going to be a senior in high school, or a sophomore going to be a junior, or whatever. Anyway, people are already talking about him, and. I mean, honestly, those couple of years there where Jordan was out and before LeBron was in the league, I mean, that, Colin, is like what we remember as the time of the West and the big man. Right. Like, there there wasn't this need for this dominant. Shaq is over here scoring 40 points a night off of post-ups and dunks with his whole emblem thing. Like, this is the time of the dominant big man. Yes. And then
0: LeBron comes in and basically says, huh, I'm just going to run around to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw a picture on the Instagram the other day. Uh, it had to be about that time, too, where it was a picture of the Western Conference All-Star Big Man. I saw the same and, picture. That's, yeah. And what? And what? It was KG, Yao, Tim Duncan, Dirk, and Paul Gasol. Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> like, Which.
0: Holy cow. Like, that, that wasn't that long ago, but holy cow was that uh, – that was a heck of a – That was five on the
1: same team. Yeah. And then you had – that same team was Kobe, Ray Allen, and Steve Nash as your three guards. And then yep. who was <laughs> – then they had – did they have two point guards too? I believe Tracy McGrady Tracy was McGrady. On the Tracy too. McGrady was in it. Oh, my gosh. Who else was on that one? Gosh, I can't remember. But, yeah – Anyway. But yeah,
0: you kinda have you have that gap like you're saying of between you know, MJ and LeBron and it was kinda filled by those that big men uh, storyline, if you will. Yeah. And I don't I don't know. I don't think you know, Kobe won plenty of championships, <laughs> so it's kinda odd that he got that he got overlooked or that we feel like he was overlooked. But also he is kinda overlooked. He's
1: incredibly <laughs> I mean honestly incredibly overlooked. Actually MJ's last was um oh three. So, Holy Michael God. Jordan, he, he came back and played with the Wizards from 01 through 03. So, you know, MJ goes out, LeBron comes in literally just a matter of months. Right. Now, don't get yeah, me wrong, is so you... not the same, but, I mean, there was Gilbert Arenas at that same time frame who was just putting up crazy numbers with the Wizards before he decided to shoot himself. There was... <laughs> Whoops. Um, You know, I mean, you just you just had and this is a time when Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady were both tearing down rims and like putting up highlights that were insane every night. And Iverson was over here scoring 50 points a night as a five foot 10 inch tiny dude. I mean, it was just such a balanced NBA, I feel like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Kobe was dominant, but it was games every night like. It wasn't and and I think the piece too that that overlooks it is Michael Jordan, why I think he gets so much is they were directly back to back to back right. and, and and I think that you know you look at it for three years and then he retires, and then when he comes back other than the half a season that he played, he comes back and for full seasons, three years again, and it's just like, okay, if this dude's playing, nobody else has a chance well, right, Kobe went and. Had a great three years, in which case Shaq was mVP of the finals two of the three or three of the three
0: i don't a know. couple of them i don't yeah. remember i don't remember but, for sure how that
1: all went, but anyway, he had a great you know duo there I actually had a book of great duos at the time, but then he doesn't have another one for seven years until oh nine and then again in ten and it's just it's unfortunate for him because I think that's what's always he 's always going to get overlooked just because there wasn't that, okay, why
0: even play for these number of years? Right. Yeah. The, yeah. Kobe never had the, the, that level, that, that stretch, right? Like even what Golden State had here a couple, you know, just what two seasons ago was the end of it uh, where they were making the finals every year and you're going, well, why are we even playing the Western conference schedule?
1: Yep. Exactly. And that's where, I mean, it's just, it's frustrating. I mean and you kind of look at it and the Lakers they won a 3peat Shaq left they more or less were I want to say mediocre but that's not fair either like they weren't they weren't by any means top of the NBA um I think they made playoffs all those years but Gary <laughs> Payton just a bunch of guys that, okay, you were really good in the 90s. Let's see what you can do in the mid-2000s with a totally
0: different game being played. Although that was the uh, – Shaq was still there with Gary Payton and Carl Malone.
1: Was he still there?
0: Oh, yeah. Because you had that whole – that starting lineup was Shaq and Carl oh Malone. And
1: All the 90s. Kobe, Gary Payton. Yeah. All the 90s.
0: Because yes. that was the 03-04. That yeah, was, was the Laker team that beat the Timberwolves.
1: Right. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And then they traded Shaq to Miami right after that. I believe so. Yeah, that sounds about right. Gosh, and that was that same time that Kobe uh, had that whole sexual assault thing too.
0: That is. Oh my gosh, that was quite a year. Uh, yep. The uh, th- there was headlines all over the place.
1: Oh, it was weird. That was <laughs> that was
0: really weird. So. But uh, I, you know, thinking about that, I was going, well, you know, I I can't say that I'm an expert on players that played probably before Michael and, heck, even during that era, right, yeah. just because of our age. But uh, from what we have seen or close to being seen, I would say that your top three players, right, are Michael, Kobe, and LeBron. Oh, yeah. No,
1: and that's what – I'd agree with that from what we've seen. And to be honest – KD doesn't even get close into that list. People people that have talked about KD oh. being in, in that list, I don't understand it.
0: Well, I, I think there's something to it. But... You know. uh, but I don't know. Like... Well, I don't know. Mm, yes.
1: I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you on that. Well, why not? Just... Okay, so KD... All right now, and, and this is, I know, it's not even looking at it as, okay, you left your team to go to a, a better team, whatever. I don't really care about that. I just look at it and say, when you went to that better team, were you instantly just a dominant force? Did you did you use your two other shooters that are, you know, did you use the Splash Bros and just turn it way up and score 140 points a night? Like, I, I, to me, it feels like he just pulled the gas pedal back when he was in Golden State. And then obviously now with him not playing this past year due to injury, which, yeah, that's totally understandable. But it's just, I don't know. Has a gas pedal really been on that hard? I don't know. Wasn't he MVP of the... He was MVP, yeah, sure, whatever. Of the finals, too? Uh, yeah, of the finals, too. I and, I and he did play an excellent series there. But so, I yeah. I don't know... Look at, look at, are are you telling me that Katie deserves to be in the
0: conversation with Kobe, LeBron, and Michael Jordan? Um, I wouldn't say in the top three conversation, but uh, also I don't know who would be the next one that I put in there that isn't Kevin Durant. Yeah, I'd have to think about that one. You know, I, so that's kind of. You know, if I, if you're expanding, if Gosh. you expand the list to four, you know, I there's a possibility that Kevin Durant is that four. I would, yeah, I,
1: I'd almost, I'd almost venture to go with a little different direction with Shaq, even though Shaq, I don't know, I don't, mm. just because he was so ridiculously dominant. Oh, and that's true, but. And, and that's the thing, too. I, I, think, I think what we're constantly, when we're looking at sports like this, I think we're constantly going to have this problem where more credit is going to be given to the older because oh. they're not currently playing. You know, like, like I think I, I, we even talked about this before, I think, on the podcast, but Michael Jordan and LeBron is not a comparison that can be made because it's a totally different game. And, yeah, you have one that was the greatest player ever, and you have the other one that's the best player ever right like
0: <laughs> just different different things but, Well, and, and naturally just the way that uh that people that uh, have a platform much bigger than ours who they are that gets to talk about the nba typically they are people that are about 20 years uh older than- so you're always gonna think that 20 years ago players were better than yep. the current NBA players, yep. right? So, exactly.
1: And that's what, so, and that, I mean, it'd be, it'd be a great job to be like, okay, study film of all NBA games from '86 or 80, 1980 to current. And now mm-hmm. who's actually most dominant? Because we, you can do stats, you can do numbers, whatever, whatever, whatever. But like who's actually most dominant? Night in, night out, consistently, who's most dominant player? I think that's well, that's what like everybody's after,
0: right? And two, you know, just think how much the game has changed in those forty years. Exactly. You know, heck, think how much the game has changed since the Timberwolves went to the Western Conference Finals in oh three oh four. That team <laughs> would not. I'm trying to think
1: how that team. I just I just can't see that team competing in today's NBA.
0: Yeah, had just enough shooting, probably. That's to you know, balance. Still it. okay, and I mean, yeah, it was just, yeah, it's a totally different game, though. So that's that's kind of the crazy thing is that's and that's like, and that goes basically in any sport, maybe outside of baseball, because baseball hasn't really changed too much. Right. Yet, it's it's know? not and, like I, it's not like
1: baseball. You've now developed a new pitch that no one would have been able to hit.
0: Like so. uh... Uh, You know, but like football, well, it's hard to compare like quarterback stats from back in the day to now because the ball gets thrown like tenfold over what it used to get thrown.
1: Right. (laughs) Well, and and getting hit is 10 times harder than what it used to be. And I mean, when you start looking is 10 times bigger, 10 times faster, 10 times stronger, (laughs) like it's just it is it is such an amplified thing. I mean, it'd be one interesting stat with football and, and looking for like quarterback greatness is actually if you could see how much time quarterbacks have in the pocket before, you know, getting absolutely ramsacked, like how has actually changed throughout the years, you know, like from the time that Peyton Manning was dominant to now, what is the difference? Is it is it a quarter second or are we looking at like a full second that they have less now? Because I think right. because, those things count.
0: Right. And because, like, I, if, I'm, if we're on the same wavelength, and we usually are, yep. Logan, uh, Absolutely. I, it's now a shorter time that the quarterback has in the pocket, Absolutely.
1: Right? I mean, even because, if you have a good yeah. line, even if you have a good offensive line, you have less time because now all of a sudden you've got four dominant pass rushers on the other side just about every single game
0: right and you know that's the thing too now obviously like old nfl film stuff when it's kind of like a documentary kind of piece, like obviously they could edit it things, hurts but also it feels like there's about 10 seconds for the quarterback when he goes back to pass can just uh, sit there and like do the daily crossword puzzle and, and then go oh yeah he's open maybe i should throw him the ball uh, we where, where in today's game it's basically hut hut hike and then oh, crap, I have to throw the ball now. Right,
1: like- and I mean, and, and, and the frustrating piece is then you look at, like, Patrick Mahomes, okay, he makes it look easy. No, he's scrambling 100% of the time that he's having all these seconds. You know, like, like <laughs> yeah. somebody that's doing good in the NFL now, it'll be interesting to see what Brady does this year, but so, it, your dominant quarterbacks now can scramble and keep their head under their, on their shoulders when they're scrambling because you just don't mm-hmm. have the time. Like, as you watch highlights from days ago – so look at the 80s, look at the, I mean, 90s even. You you literally see pass rushers, and I'm not saying that they weren't rushing, but it's like, okay, are you guys in, like, a rush three and eight, everybody else back watching? Because you're not running. Like, you're not even trying mm-hmm. to get through this line. And it's just, it, it's it's a different situation, I feel like.
0: Well, now, yeah, like... You know, back in the day, it was kind of the lines' job to make sure that you had time to throw the ball. Right. Where now, the pass rushers are so good, you, the best quarterbacks can do that scrambling ability because that uh, that buys them time, uh, be it outside of the pocket, but still it buys them a little bit of time so they can actually have more than a half a second before they have to throw the
1: football. Well, right? Because I mean, you you look at it, and and receivers are getting faster, routes are getting better, every everything is getting better, right? Everything's going steps up, but right. I don't think that's enough. I mean, if you start looking at it, you're talking split seconds from the snap to first contact if if the line does a good job. So Mm -hmm. you're saying your best receiver is going to get a chance to get, what, 10, 15 yards down the field with maybe one slight hesitation move? Right. Okay. You're not throwing no 60-yard bombs at this point. I mean, if, if you look at it, when we were young, you, you watch and you watched Donovan McNabb and Michael Vick, and Michael Vick could scramble like nobody's business, had an arm. I think at Madden 2004, I saw a meme or a video going out the other day like how everybody was playing with Vick. They just run back to the 99-yard, bomb that thing up, and it was like gold every mm-hmm. time. But, like, those guys threw the ball a long way far. Those guys threw oh, the yeah. ball. They, they needed seconds
0: to stay back. They're not getting that today it's It's just crazy how much sports can change, but it it that's what happens when we have the the science to go, hey, this is how you get bigger and stronger, but yet <laughs> you can still be as fast as you used to you yeah, know right any and they're getting quicker, too. Like, that's the, that's right. the screwed up thing. Here. Like, you think of everyone getting bigger and stronger, that something would naturally slow, right? Because right. they're having more mass. But nope, it just they get bigger, they get stronger, and they get quicker.
1: I feel like if you take an average, maybe take somebody that's uh, on Madden rating as, like, 70 right now, throw them back in the game in, like, 2004 and watch that jump to, like, a 95. Oh, right. Just, just in terms of, like... Strength, speed, agility—all all of the the basics. Not not talking actual like game, but like their their physical attributes. All of a sudden, that stuff is going to hop through the roof. Because guess what? To be in the league now, you have to be that much better. Oh, Which okay. is why I did not pursue professional sports. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say that seriously.
0: Anyway, well, you know, I you know, I. I also didn't pursue professional sports, so we got that going for us (laughs) both.
1: Hey, another commonality—we're on the
0: same wavelength yet again. (laughs) Oh, what sport? Here's a question for you: What sport do you think that you, if you really would have put the time into, that you would have, you know, that and everything went right, that you could have been a professional athlete in? Okay, Um, I've given this a lot of thought,
1: and I think professional rowing.
0: Professional rowing, that is not
1: <laughs> my only chance.
0: That was not the sport that I thought you were going with.
1: Well, honestly, okay, so basketball is my favorite sport. Obviously, I, I loved love it, loved playing it. I'm not that good. Uh, I was never going to be that quick. I'm also only 6'2". Like, the cards were not stacked in my favor to play basketball on any high level other than... Street ball and men's league. I, I like playing men's league. It's kind of fun being young and in men's league. That's a lot of fun. But anyway, <laughs> no, basketball wasn't going to work. Football, Um, I mean, the height I don't think would have been against me. And everything there, I, I never played that much. <laughs> so it was one where it's like, I don't know, like, as much as I enjoy watching it and I see the game rolling out, I never really had a helmet on enough to say, hey, this would have been my vision while I was playing, so I can't even say football. Baseball, well, I just got hit in the face with a baseball bat when I was real little and couldn't ever, like, stay in the box then after that. So that was not going to be for me either. But I did, in fact, get a letter, um, a recruitment letter from the University of Wisconsin-Madison to join their men's rowing program. So, you know, really? I think rowing was my calling that I didn't follow.
0: Well, Logan, Logan, Logan. How I, I, I can't how, believe you didn't. I, 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 I,
1: Wisconsin was not on my radar. I hated Wisconsin. And then, you know, I go to community college for a year and find out, hey, there's a school out in Wisconsin that's not so bad. And, you know, within, a, what, a year and a half later, who am I employed by? <laughs> Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what a world. What, what a world. world. I Every time I went down to Madison campus for whatever, anything with work, I was, I'd was i be down there and I'd be like, huh, I wonder where the rowing department is. <laughs> Bring in your letter. Are you ready to take I, me now? I think I could find that letter at my parents' place. I, I'm pretty sure I could. I was so jacked about it. I didn't fill out a form for that letter. I have no idea. Like, it was weird. There was, you know, I'm trying to think. Were there five, six maybe seven kids in my graduating class that were all playing basketball, right? Because mm-hmm. I didn't do anything but basketball. And the only two that got letters from Wisconsin for rowing were me and another kid that was the same like height and length. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there and I was like, what do they know about us? Like, why didn't everybody... <laughs> like, if I got one and this other kid got one, then everyone should have got one. And it was just me and him. I mean, right. he, went on, he went on to have an amazingly great college career in basketball at Augustana, actually won a national championship. Um, I believe he probably has some scoring records or right there were scoring records. I mean, just an amazing college career um, playing basketball uh, for D2. But it was like, yeah, I don't know how I deserve to get one at that point. Like, <laughs> something got messed up or there was
0: some sort of fluke. But cause I, I feel nothing out on that. You know the the fascinating thing is, so we would have both played uh, level class A basketball here in the state of Minnesota in right. high school, right? Uh, and you know, as a couple guys, a little over six foot in class A, we're about the tallest guys on the court, <sighs> like you know, or so. You know, there, I you'd run into a couple teams that have a six four, six five guy, but other than that, I mean, you know, six. 162 was pretty tall for class a and then you think about it and then you go to the nba and like you your do not point have guards a guy. are like six four six guard. five
1: minimum point
0: guards are like six five six four it's right Like,
1: well and heck? that's i i don't know i don't know what we had growing down here but so yeah i'm i, I said six two but i'm probably closer to six three six four i think somewhere in between six three and six four anyway um We had another kid in our conference that was 6'11". I had a a kid two years older than me actually go to my same school. He was 6'11", or right at seven foot. He actually played professionally overseas some. Started four years for University of South Dakota. Like, yeah, decent, pretty good basketball player. Um, And then Worthington, which wasn't too far from where I was going to school, they had a couple of guys that were 6'7". And they both played four years college basketball. One of them I'm related to, and I'm just sitting here like, where in hell my height go? Like, why? <laughs> why couldn't I get any of this? And I, I'm that's who that's who I'm guarding night in and night out. And and yeah, to your <laughs> point, we were tall in a lot of games, and then those games come and we're like, what the hell? This is not fun. And no. and that's where, and then, then they to go to play at JUCO, and it's just like, okay, um, no, I'm not <laughs> walking first day. What position are you? Guard. I ain't, I ain't doing that no more. Okay, well, you're not all that fast either. Great. We'll, we'll, we'll hang out over there on the bench. What position are <laughs> you?
0: Uh, do you have one open for the guy that gives everyone else water? I, I, I,
1: I get some pretty damn good water. I stay hydrated. I stay hydrated. <laughs> I stay hydrated. Nope.
0: Now, granted, hype man was pretty much my role in high school. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> yep, yep. Okay, <laughs> okay. Which well, I mean, that's and that's just it. Like, but you know, then then you go to start playing. Even when I was up in, up in college, and we were playing, and I'd go into Minneapolis and play some. I mean, you can be six three, six four, and play in rec leagues or, you know, whatever. And I mean, I played against oh. I played against a dude by the name of Joey King, and I'm pretty sure you've heard these stories plenty of times. <laughs> but <Yes. laughs> but anyway, it's just like, you know, I mean, you can, you can be shorter and be pretty good, but as far as night in, night out for long seasons and strategically, I mean, look how many coaches you have in college. You have all these guys working together to try to figure out the best way to beat teams. You, your height doesn't matter. You know, oh, you yes. even look at Luca, who's this little, little European white guy. You know, I mean, it's not outright. I mean, he's not like an Allen Iverson, quick, or with that big of a hop or a jump or anything like that. I mean, you just you look at Luca and you say, okay, he's a normal average guy. Dude's what, six six? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, something he's like still that. He's six
1: six. I mean, we're, <laughs> you're looking at him, you're like, oh yeah, you're short, are you? Because if you're standing next to me, you, I'm looking right up to you. Like he's not. I mean, and that's and that's just what's. That's kind of what kind of messes with your brain. You're like, okay, you know, while I was in college, Steph Curry and I were the same height and weight, and I'm looking at this and I'm just like, this dude has a lot more on me in athleticism. Like, (laughs) same size, but wow, this this, it's not even comparison.
0: One of my uh, one of my favorites. Uh, personal stories about this kind of thing was uh we every year would sing the national anthem uh at the a <laughs> <the Super laughs> rose game for choir yep and so you walk out on the court as they're warming up stuff. Right, right right so and
1: who who are who'd you get to <laughs> sing by or right? like who are the visiting teams in this time span
0: oh i can't even remember uh but uh the the one year that i remember the most and I was always in the back row because, obviously, for our little choir, I you know at six two, tall guy, I was about a tall guy, so I'm in the back row, right? But that also means I'm my back is right up against the players on the Timberwolves team that are warming up, literally like inches behind. Yep. Me. It was the first game that after that we traded for uh, for Darko Milicic. Yep. Oh, that dude is so <laughs> freaking tall. Yes, yes, <laughs> like. Like, he wasted all of his potential basketball uh, prowess. Don't get me wrong. Like, that dude should have been dominant. Uh, But regardless of what you think of Darko, that dude was so So tall. tall. You know, you you walk around in your 16 or 17 years of life at that point going, you know, I'm a fairly tall dude. (laughs) And then you walk out into that NBA court. You're singing for a choir. And then you turn around and you look up at Darko Milicic and you go, oh, I am a pissing. Yep.
1: (laughs) Okay. Cool. I am not that big, (laughs) and that's big. I'm just
0: a regular human being. You're a god, and and
1: and Darko is a solid seven foot nothing. Like just straight up seven foot. Where you go and look at like um what Yao Yao Ming? How big was Yao Ming? Wasn't uh, he was over
0: seven? Wasn't foot. he?
1: he was... I'm checking that right now. He's seven foot six. Seven six. Yeah. So add another six inches. Oh my gosh! I mean, <laughs> and like, and, and I think, oh, who's the dude playing for the um, Mavs now?
0: Boban. Boban.
1: Gosh, how tall <laughs> is he? He's huge too. Yeah, he he's big. He's really big. But it, and and all we're saying is like seven foot. And this dude was a number two pick overall. That I, how was he a two pick? Can I ask? One of the best drafts in my opinion ever. How
0: was he a two pick? Because we were in that era where you had Yao, you had KT, you had Tim, yep. you had Dirk, you had Powell, you had all these dominant big men, and the in Detroit was going, you know. You know, D Wade or Carmelo or Chris Bosh would be really nice, but you know what? We definitely need the <laughs> the seven foot stone of a man that is going to dominate in the post because that's definitely where the NBA is going. Yep, and
1: yeah, they uh, they misfired a, a little player. bit. I mean, honestly, in 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 all reality, like biggest blown draft picks, that's got to be one of them.
0: Ah, eh, probably. Like
1: I. That 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 one pick, in my opinion, tanked the Pistons from then till
0: now. Yeah, they did all right. They made the finals and lost to the Lakers, and then they won the finals right. the year after. But that's what I'm saying. Like, well, they were
1: right there. Didn't they win the finals the year before?
0: What I'm trying to th- no? Because they don't get good until after they didn't get good till after that draft pick. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Or they were okay. They were, the right, end, but, so but, like... Put it all together.
1: Right, I mean, they they more or less won the finals with a team of really average guys. Like, not, nothing nothing super. I mean, what, Chauncey Billups was your MVP?
0: <laughs> Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, Tayshaun Prince, Rashad, Rashad Wallace, and Ben Wallace.
1: Yeah, right. That's that's your starting five that won uh, finals against the Lakers?
0: Uh. Yeah, right. I
1: believe. I thought it was against the Lakers. I remember cheering up. I mean, I think they lost.
0: Oh yeah, cuz the cuz Detroit actually beats the Lakers in the O three O four, 3-0 4 which championship season the year that the Timberwolves should have won the championship. Right. Right. <laughs>
1: the Timberwolves yeah, actually so. the
0: Timberwolves and Pistons would have been an awesome series that year. Oh, of
1: course, because the Timberwolves would have kicked their ass. And that would have been actually <laughs> to be honest, like I think that actually would have I don't know exactly how Kobe didn't, but whatever.
0: You know, I think we bring this up uh, probably every third podcast. But, you know, a Sam Cassell doesn't get hurt in that that playoff run entirely. Actually,
1: I just watched the other (laughs) night. They had um, when the Celtics beat the Lakers with uh, with the big three, right? So, KG, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I just actually watched that clinching, what was it, game six? I think that was a six-game series. Anyway, the clinching game where the Celtics beat them by 35 points. Whatever, they they all got pulled out with t- 10 minutes left. By the way, that game sucked. Like, like <laughs> I, I know it was super dominant, and Ray Allen just basically poured it on throughout the fourth quarter. Like, oh, Lakers get a bucket. They're going to go back around three. <laughs> Lakers get another bucket. Ray Allen, three. Like, okay, two is not worth three. Anyway, looking back on that, like, I, I saw Sam Cassell in that Celtics team, and I'm sitting here thinking – what do I got to do to be you, <laughs> Sam Cassell, in this year? Like, like you did not even look at one point in time like you were trying to take your warm-up off. And and I don't think Doc ever wanted you to play. Like, I think you just wanted to be around because you were a fun guy.
0: Oh, and then, yeah, he was at the end there, I believe, Sam Cassell was jumping from team to team, kind of ring-hunting. Yeah, well, and that's, uh, I mean, Tracy McGrady did the same thing. He was with
1: the Spurs. I don't think he played but 10 minutes. In about what seven eight games, and then they ended up being coming up short. Um, mm-hmm. Vince Carter, who did he hop on with? Not this year, obviously, but different year. He hopped on a different team. I thought.
0: Yeah, and Shaq did it a lot of oh, in his career. I mean, oh my gosh. <laughs> Shaq did a Shaq was like Garth Brooks going across the country hitting every <laughs> arena, <laughs> just <I>, suit,
1: <laughs> suiting up with all of them.
0: Oh, cause there's a picture. I don't know. I, they posted it, you know, the kind of fun thing about uh, uh, the world that we live in there without sports for a bit was ESPN was kind of having to figure out what the heck they're going to put on their social media page. Right. And they, and they found this picture or this collage of pictures of Shaq and they literally made a rainbow because he wore that many jerseys and it was a legit rainbow.
1: Right. Magic Lakers, Heat, Suns, Cavs, Celtics.
0: Yeah. So you had, you know, orange in there from the Suns and purple from the Suns and green from the Celtics and oh red from the Heat and I guess purple from the Lakers and blue from the Magic and it's just like you know every colour. I'm sure his uh his man came where he has I'm sure all of his different jerseys is probably it probably does look like a rainbow <laughs> yeah. across the wall. <laughs> I, I hope he did something like that. That'd be really funny. I do too. I that would be the fun thing to be an, an NBA player, even if you just had your own jerseys, everything that you wore, or if you did the you know if it, it got big in the NFL here in the recent years too, the jersey trades. That's thing. such a cool I, thing. W- I love that. I that's if I had all the money in the world, that's probably what I would do too. Is just trade all these jerseys and then have them hanging up in your game room or yep. you know man cave or whatever that uh, whatever fits your fancy. But yeah, uh, that's. that's uh, one of the, you know, if I was an NFL athlete or a professional athlete, that's what I would
1: do. Yep. Yep. No, it'd be so cool. I mean, that's what honestly, even, even to have any of that memorabilia from yourself. I mean, I always wanted to have a basketball card of myself because I just, Mm -hmm. I mean, we were both super big in the card game when we were little and I thought that would be the coolest thing to have a card of you. And that's probably what drove me into photography too, partially just because, quite oh, yeah. frankly, I had so much fun with it, and and to see actually, I mean to, to know how fast the game is, how dark the arenas are, and how clear these shots are coming up, that was really it was really really cool.
0: Right? Did you know that uh, during the this time when there was no sports that uh, tra- like sports trading cards got huge again? Did they really? Yes, so like cards are like a valuable asset again. So I kind of have to go through my cards and see how much money I'm really how much money I'm sitting on because yeah, it got uh, it's the now in vogue thing once again to. uh So have, is uh, the
1: old ones like? I mean, I have I don't even want to tell you. I mean, is it baseball, basketball? I think it's old? basically any,
0: anything. Uh, so like the the news story today was. A uh, one of a kind autograph Mike Trout rookie card is now the highest selling card ever. It sold yesterday for $3.93 million. Holy Moses. So, what, what, granted, what line was granted, granted it's Granted, it's Mike Trout, but also, like, still, was even just a couple of years ago, it ain't going for $3.93 million. Was that a jersey and signed? It was a one of a kind 2009. Bowman Chrome Draft Prospects, Super Fractor. So it was oh, one geez. of those really shiny yeah, cards yeah. that had an autograph on it. Uh, so, but, you know, three, Point almost four million, yeah, almost, <laughs> just under $4 million. Colin, baseball card. what
1: would you do with that money?
0: <laughs> what would I do with $4 million? Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's what I kind of want to know I kind of need to go look at my cards and see if I have anything right. I, I, I know I don't have a Mike Trout signed rookie card that I got in a pack wow. I know that much I have
1: a Derek Peter rookie
0: card <laughs> I probably don't have any card that's worth over a million dollars that I know of but that's the key point that I know of right, that I know <laughs> of do
1: I have a one of a kind that came out of a pack out of Walmart <laughs> That's, or Target, oh my gosh, I just, okay, so, after, what was it, three years ago, I tried getting back into the card game,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and found out that, you know, everything I had known about cards when I was 10 years old it no longer exists, for example, you have now one brand that does basketball cards, one brand that does baseball, one brand that does football, like and then they've got five different lines off the brand, but it's like okay, why where where's the days of Topps and Bowman and Upper Deck? Mm-hmm. All shooting in yeah, the same sport.
0: Yeah, now they all pretty much have one specific, you know, brand partner if you will. Yep. So now you got
1: Prestige taking on everything with the NBA, so now cool, I can go and get, you know, NBA rookie cards or NBA cards of all these guys. And that's my option. Like that is, that is it. That is my option of what I want to collect. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's not fun.
0: I know. The, part of the fun for me as a kid was at the beginning of like the season, whatever baseball, football, basketball doesn't matter. Yep. Was you know kind of getting one of each pack and then going, oh, I like the design of the card. Yeah, this is exactly. <laughs> this is the one that I'm going to get the majority of for this year, right? Because I like how they've laid out their cards. Well, right. And now, and now, if you get a layout that you don't like, <laughs> there's been so many it's, that I do like, not like. Uh. <laughs> You know, so I, you know, I'm sure most people apparently now are doing it for the value play of them where I think you and me both with our love for photography are kind of more of like, oh, I want the card to actually look cool. Well, and that's
1: what I mean, honestly, so I I did that, whatever years it was, I mean, the year that Barry Bonds broke the home run record, um, I actually got, do I have three complete sets from that year of the tops series, just the standard series? Um, but that was my favorite design, and they had some really awesome, awesome photography in that in that set. Um, but anyway, the first set I opened up, which I should have left that one sealed, I ended up with one of the Barry Bonds that was one of 60. Ooh. Right, so it was like, okay, one of 60, crazy, uh, crazy awesome odds. I think I ordered that one off of eBay or something. But anyway, like, yep, that was, that card at one time was worth like 700 bucks, but I, I love the card, so I just put it in my binder with the rest of them, and guess where? It's, it hasn't moved. Like, right. it has not moved. It is, is preserved in its natural habitat, so to speak. Um, anyway, I look at it and I'm like, okay, I wonder what I got in those other two. Now, do I want to open them? Nope, it's got to stay sealed because obviously, you know, the set is worth more if it's sealed, but then you never get to see what's actually in it. Right. And I just, oh my gosh,
0: as a 10 as a year old, that drove me mad. Like, Well, now, too, you know, now it's long enough out that you uh, you might be able to, if you open it, you might be able to sell individual cards for more, right? Because you know what individual cards are worth now.
1: Well, you know, exactly.
0: 15 years later, than the actual full set, maybe. You know?
1: Exactly. And that's where, I don't know, I used I, I to look at it, and, I mean, I have a couple of pretty awesome um, rookie cards that are older. Like I said, that J- Derek Jeter one. Um, it's just, it's an awesome, I I feel like it's an iconic card. It's that one, it's got a green background. I think it's upper deck. Um, but it's him throwing, it's like a very staged throwing and it's, it's like, okay. Um, yeah, you're definitely not throwing the ball here cause you got nothing behind it, but whatever. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it is, it, it was such a fun pastime though.
0: Yeah. It's kind of making me want to get back into it a little bit just to see.
1: Yeah, I, kind, what I, I can, kind of do, too. I'd love to know... I know back in the day, you used to get a Beckett um, magazine. Oh, the magazine? Yeah. yeah. And so, like, I, I knew of every year, every brand, the highest value cards, because that's the ones I was looking for, for whatever reason, <laughs> when I was that age. But, like, yeah, I just... Uh, Absolutely crazy. I'm sure
0: it's I'm sure it's all online now because we're old men and we don't know how to use technology.
1: Right. I'm actually looking at Beckett online right now. This is kinda interesting. You have to log into Beckett to actually find out the value
0: on the cards. Oh of course. Why would you gotta you gotta log into anything to find out anything now? Oh,
1: come on. Just tell me the high and low price. <laughs>
0: Well, all I know is that uh, I hope with the uh, the price of cards going up, I hope that really random twins players have really gone up because that's what that's, I. Oh, to.
1: same, same. <laughs> I've got a lot of twins players that you know I really liked
0: that just quite frankly never got anywhere. <laughs> I hope that the price on Dudman, Kavich, Michael, <laughs> yes. Kadire cards is through the roof. And that's what I put my future children through college with, is just my stash.
1: Okay, well, my, Doug
0: my future kids
1: cards. can go get a loan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's no fault. I
1: shouldn't say that, but at the same time, you know what? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out, why am I looking at this? I can't see pricing anyway. Anyway, okay i'm looking away from that
0: well logan we've uh we're about an hour and 10 minutes into this are sucker, we really so we are we've been talking for a bit so anyone that we, listens
1: we... to this can literally hear time stop because that's basically what <laughs> i just like you know i don't know it, it feels like i've been talking for 20 minutes
0: yeah but yeah yeah it's uh we've been talking for an hour and nine minutes right that's now. impressive
1: we're going to start getting billed for everyone that has to like listen to this. Be like, okay, I need therapy now. Because, <laughs> wow.
0: Instead of us getting paid by potential sponsors, we're going to have to pay people to listen to this?
1: More than likely.
0: Oh, I'm really going to have to have those segment came in here. Now they're really going to have to just get <laughs> you out of a hole. Oh, well, well. Well, Logan, I suppose we should wrap it up so people uh, don't start charging Go us. Go back for, to your lives. Drive safe. Yes, and uh, we'll try to record more than once a month. How about I'm that? I'm okay with that. We we can go we can go
1: closer to I don't know human time instead of orc time. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I I never ever I, I never saw what was it The Hobbit before, and Ashley convinced me to watch The Hobbit, and now I'm just like, okay, cool. We're back in the land of orcs and elves and now, dwarves.
0: Now now everything is The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings in your in it your world. More or less is. Yeah, well, that's another thing I know nothing about. So, uh, we, Okay, I was just on vacation out in
1: the mountains, and we we're driving through, and I literally were driving down this mountain pass up in the tops, and I was like, oh my god, Mordor has to be across this pass. <laughs> and the look I got from my wife was just like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, how? what happened? Why? And I was like, your fault. You made me watch a movie.
0: And oh yeah, <laughs> your fault. You married me, God, and you made me watch the movie. God bless her. <laughs> God bless her. Oh well, well, my precious. I <laughs> suppose we should uh- <laughs> <laughs> see. There's the one Lord of the Rings. Got it. I Got it.
1: <laughs> see, my mine is more like they tricked us. I always go with
0: that one. <laughs> oh well. If we didn't lose people with the uh, with the sports talk for an hour, we're and 10 minutes, gonna I'm get sure the really... job done here, <laughs> one way or another. We're losing them with Lord of the Rings references that only you understand because I only know one. Okay,
1: I'm okay with that. Uh. Other people will get it. I don't know who, but other people will get it.
0: Well, you know, the last episode had 13 listens. So did it really? Oh yeah, we're moving on up. to the east side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. We'll go from Lord of the Rings references to the Jeffersons. <laughs>
1: Man, can you imagine if our entire hour and 10 minutes was talking like this? That might be worth listening to.
0: <laughs> That's where we'll make the money. That's... We'll just talk about sitcoms from oh, like 50 years
1: we ago. Could, we could totally do this. We'll spin from Green Acres all the way to Unbreakable <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt.
0: <laughs> Next week on the podcast, Bonanza. Tune on in.
1: Okay, I actually know every single episode. <laughs> I was forced to watch all that. Of course you know
0: every episode of
1: Bonanza. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? <laughs> oh man, we're oh. we're about to break open a whole new can here.
0: <laughs> well, maybe we should hit stop on recording this <laughs> and start a whole other one. We'll just start another just...
1: one right now. You can <laughs> post it a week later.
0: Bonanza for an hour and a half on the call. Oh, okay. Well, all right. This is the this is the very Minnesotan goodbye this, is, on this, this podcast. This is the very Minnesotan goodbye. <laughs> Nothing Irish about this. No, not at all. We are we're just not wanting to say goodbye, but knowing that we should because it's for the best for the both of us and, and for the listening public.
1: Absolutely. Okay, I'm okay.
0: signing off. Okay, that's Logan. I'm Colin. This is the Colin Lynn podcast. Thank you for. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening and putting up with our shit. <laughs>